Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Crypto Hipster Podcast. This is your host, the Crypto Hipster, Jamil Hassan, where I bring you founders, entrepreneurs, executives, thought leaders, artists, musicians, you name it, all over the world in crypto and blockchain. And today, actually today and the summer season, I am bringing to you a new compilation episode. Last year, from seasons one, two, and three, I brought you the Crypto Hipsters Chronicles. And now, from season four and five, without further ado, I bring you the Crypto Hipsters Mysticals. And what that is, and what it was last year, and what it is this year, it's a compilation. It's a compilation of three or four podcasts together as like a montage. And on a certain topic or area of interest in crypto and blockchain, pulling from my podcasts. And now, as we're heading to the summer of 2023, I bring to you the Crypto Hipsters Mysticals. And there's going to be 22 or 23 or 24 around their episodes. And I look forward to you looking forward to it. So thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for, for enjoying my podcasts. And this is going to be a summer treat for everybody. So please sit back, enjoy, and uh, yeah, let me know your thoughts. This is Crypto Hipsters Mysticals, episode 20, Making Peace More Fashionable Than War. Whereas other Crypto Hipsters Mysticals episodes are compilations of clips from three, four, or five crypto hipster podcasts this episode is a clip from one podcast entitled making peace more fashionable than war and insights from the international peace sanctuary which was on april 20th in advance of the sanctuary event in may 2023 in california the individuals who were the guests of this podcast are Shayapa Tenzin Rinpoche, His Eminence, a monk from Nepal. Bandeep Singh Rangar, the CEO of Phoenicia. And James Bowalter, who is one of the founders of City AM there in London. Enjoy. A few sayings that go around this, uh, that go around um, your project. One is, let's make more fashionable. You know, another one is, peace is everybody's project, right? Well, what are I'd, the I'd also say, if I, if I might just add to that, um, because yeah. this again was born out of our, um, born out of our meeting. Mm -hmm. um, you know how, people love to simplify things into, you know, hashtags. And I think that, you know, making peace more fashionable than war as a, as a, as a, as a call to action is completely wonderful. But the how is we can do, you know, hashtag piece by piece, hashtag block by block, the building blocks of the sanctuary, the block on the blockchain. Uh, piece by each individual piece so you know it's I know it's a play on words but it doesn't matter it, it, it you know 
simplicity is key. And the fact yeah. is that the overarching mission is making peace more fashionable than war. To make peace more fashionable than war, it, you know, the, 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 the phrase is the same. It's just, um, you know, different tenses. Um, and, you know, that is something that, you know, everyone goes, oh, well, just, let's, I want world peace. Well, great. Everyone wants peace. But it's what, how? How do you do that? That's where Rinpoche has been so smart and, 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 and thoughtful. And, and, and actually, you know, it is something that with modern technology, we can do. You know, when you, when you look at, um, you know, the, the, the online gaming world, you know, where people communicate with one another on headsets with a boom microphone playing a game and you're making friends online, it might be you, or it might be a different version of you, an avatar, you know, whatever. You know, kids who are lonely can reach out to other kids and all of that stuff. So, and then there's a massive source of um, learning and experience and all of these things, but also the power of the, the sheer number of people. And, uh, you know, it is entirely feasible if people understand his eminence's message that and they, they they buy into it it's open to anyone and everyone they don't necessarily have to give their hard-earned money it might be that they give their time because there are plenty of people um in the world of you know ai learning and development you know in fact i was at a at a at a at a um something you know, actually ironically crypto Mondays you know um, you mentioned Lou Kerner had invited you to crypto Monday in Davos you know I I I um I'm a sponsor of crypto Monday in London you know both as crypto AM and as Jade City and in fact there was one last night the reason I was excited to go to that one is because Hermione Shakes a friend of mine who I hadn't seen for ages who created a company called Fetch AI. So we talked at length about, you know, um, how these AI engines, for want of a better word, are being trained. Okay, so training an AI thing requires, all it requires is your time. That means you can also be rewarded. Well, who's to say that by giving of your time, you then actually pass your reward on to the sanctuary? That's one way to do it. That means they haven't actually spent any of their own money. They just invested time. So there are many different possibilities. And when you take, a, a, I mean, I, I mean, the, the, the irony isn't lost on me that I've been wondering, you know, there's an advertisement going around the billboards of the underground in London at the moment, which uh, is highlighting the fact that the game, the very popular game Call of Duty, has 150 million players worldwide. Well, one dollar from each of those, peace sanctuary paid for, right? You know, it's not rocket science to understand that power of the, the movement and sensibility of the people who use the medium that we are discussing. That's it, not rocket science. So if we can raise awareness and, and, and uh, encourage you know, these mega, you know, companies, I mean, and then I know that for one example, 
you know, um, his eminence met with a really lovely man um, in, in Atsutesha Roundtable by the name of Yatsu. And Yatsu is the executive chairman of Anamoka Brands. Anamoka Brands has 135 companies, 135 companies combined with an, a global audience, probably in the billions, you know? Again, none of this is rocket science. And one other thing I'd like to add is that I, as a, as a, as a, as a, as a, you know, I'm a British guy. Um, one of the things that, you know, has emerged um, from the, you know, death throes of historic imperialism is, is, is actually a, 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 a club of nation states um, called the Commonwealth. It's a voluntary thing. You don't, you know, no one's forcing anyone to be part of the Commonwealth. And yet we have 56 nations, 56 nations made up of two and a half billion people called the Commonwealth. Why is it called the Commonwealth? Because we all have something in common. It's called English law. Law is very important to anything that we do uh, like this. So having a framework where we can actually work together also makes sense. So, you know, to inspire the Commonwealth to be involved in this would be pretty cool, right? In fact, that was my mother's idea. Um, she knows she knows I'm passionate about all this stuff, but she's equally passionate about the Commonwealth. And our late Queen, she she was uh, instrumental in creating the Queen's Canopy. The Queen's Canopy is a is a is a is a a natural preservation thing, you know, of, of, of ecological significance. So is peace. You know, there are lots and lots of different ways that this can happen, but it does require people to give of their time and be generous with it. I agree. And Rinpoche, my next question for you is, is this, is, is um, I love the concepts. I love the ideas, you know, and all over the world you have rogue governments, overstepping agencies, dictators, military cabals, and everybody who is in it for the world for their own power and their own personal gain. And how do we overcome the challenges of getting the message to them about you know peace and collaboration in through their mindsets personal gain? How do we deal with those challenges? Yes, that's a very, very good question. And uh, as far as I can tell, and first and foremost, is we must have compassion towards all those individuals by knowing that they too have ability to truly rise to the occasion if they are giving opportunity, if they are in a conducive place, if they have a right kind of friends to influence them. And I feel that it is very important for us to truly share the wisdom that being selfish, you know, being conditional, being habituated, being led by greed and power is not necessarily going to make you a great person. And it is not necessarily going to bring you fulfillment in your life at the last moment of your breath, when you have only, only one more breath left to breathe, at that time, if you look back at your life, you will truly regret if you took your life for granted. So <clears throat> I'm sure all these people, they don't want to have that kind of regret. 
and I don't want to experience that kind of excruciating pain. We have to sympathize. We have to truly have empathy and compassion towards all these people. By that, we have to bring clarity. We have to be able to truly explain why it is important to find true purpose in our life. Why it's important to become a very good friend with your own unconditional self instead of being led by habituated, ignorant way. So as far as I'm concerned, this Universal Peace Sanctuary will be education center for world leaders. This is where you are going to get educated by bringing clarity in your mind because I feel that in this UNESCO World Heritage Site in Lumini Sacred Garden, <clears throat> any world leaders come there, they will be able to truly look deep within themselves and find goodness within them. And I think this is the what one we need to really do through example. We cannot just talk about it. We need to be example to all these beings by really unselfishly we are giving ourselves and we are relating to everyone without judgment and without denigrating them, without putting them down, without pulling their legs. It's so important for us to truly inspire, truly lead them in a such a way that they are able to truly appreciate. World leaders, therefore, will find clarity in this universal peace sanctuary. And this is going to be an institution where people are able to truly learn to serve humanity and serve themselves in a most meaningful way. Can I just say, uh, can I just quickly add that, 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 yep. that Bundy, Bundy will be rejoining the call. Okay. Good. He, did have a he had a technical thing which was then interrupted by a telephone call. So he will, you can edit this bit out. <laughs> Sorry, Rimshay, but Bundy will rejoin. Okay, great. Awesome. Um, so I'm going to ask, since we talk about, since you just mentioned technology, right? We have a world now that is characterized by rapidly advancing and evolving technology, such as, you know, Bitcoin, blockchain, crypto entities, all that stuff, metaverse, everything. It's also, you know, and, and that's great. That's wonderful. And that's why I'm here too. Um, but there's also through social media, causing hostility toward people as individuals and as ethnic and gender groups, right? How do you find that joy in every bad breath and be at peace within ourselves when every message coming your way from these new technologies is hostile? Well, I think it, it if I might just say this, this is interesting because um, the conversation very much around a, I think, I, I think probably the most terrifying, potentially the most terrifying one is, is you know, doesn't, doesn't anyone remember watching um, the Terminator movies? You know, everyone talks about Skynet. And, I mean, even Elon Musk, um, you know, talks about, you know, um, the, the, the worries of, of allowing AI to go too far. But actually, what, what I think what alarms me the most about these things and any any form of computer modeling and also and I'm going to approach blockchain as well right, is that it's only as good as the as you know computers a machine right 
and yes, and yes, it can be taught to learn, but, but, but you know, it's only as good as, 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 as the input. And the, what worries me, I suppose, about technology the most is, 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 is the, the human intervention that can take place. And, and if that can be guarded against, then, and, and, and therefore, you know, the technology be safeguarded, then, then I think it's, it's, a, it's an incredibly important thing. Now, I'll give you, going to the blockchain part, again, it's the same situation. I think that, you know, if you're looking at provenance as one example, I mean, if, if, if you've put some, if somebody's reliant solely on a blockchain record, to say well that's authentic well then what if it's just the box that's on the blockchain you know it's easy that's got that's got a, an iphone ear you know earpiece instead of a um a packet of smith right but the box is on the blockchain therefore it's real uh, getting into into dark areas so you need to make sure that what's being put in the box is real <laughs> that what you're scanning is real that, that that it's not contaminated you know there are lots of different stages now all that all of that can be achieved but it's i i, I would suggest that that requires a combination of different technologies and that's yes, something that I'm, I'm i'm a i'm a you know a major thing but equally it doesn't allow it doesn't excuse us to lose the sense of our own judgment you know if you are consistently being bombarded by you know hate messages well it's presumably because at some point curiosity has got you and gone let's see what these people are talking about and then suddenly some algorithm somewhere say oh he must be, or she must be, or they must be interested in that. And then suddenly you get bombarded. I mean, we all know about the, the anecdotes of friends saying, oh, I was just talking about a trip to Barbados. I wasn't online. And then suddenly I keep getting hit by advertisements for Barbados. You know, they're, they're, they're a, you know and, and, and therefore bad actors do get in. So we, we, all I'm saying is, is that we just need to be careful about blindly accepting everything. Yes. Um, you know, if, that, if, I that, add, yeah, if I can add to that, uh, what James is saying is this, you know, technology development is a very, very meaningful and very, very useful. As we have these technologies, uh, it is very important for us to have real quality to embrace it that quality is to have awareness of nowness with the awareness of nowness anything that we have in front of us is going to enhance our lives and it's going to benefit so many people and these technologies if we can use properly we will be able to guide masses in a such a way that we will be able to truly bring peace and happiness and we'll be able to truly free from suffering that people are going through because at the end of the day our mind is capable of finding real clarity when we are able to achieve real clarity we are able to free ourselves from all the difficult situations 
and his sufferings, and that is caused by our discursive thoughts. So here, as far as I'm concerned, it is very important for us all to take responsibility very seriously when we are developing these technologies to use by the masses is truly see how we are able to activate everyone's intelligence as they are playing games or they are you know, online or they are doing metaverse or whatever. How we are able to truly value our human intelligence in such a way by believing in the goodness of our nature if we are able to bring the message. I think we are going to be able to enrich everyone through these technologies, which I see very powerful. And uh, we are able to truly empower everyone by empowering these technology and our tools that we have. It is very important for us not to become the slave of these technologies. We should be able to use these to serve us to enhance our way of living, which I think we as responsible leaders have real duty here to truly make sure that we are not involving in this for very small temporary gain for ourselves, for our own luxury or profit or anything like that. Instead, I think we have to be socially responsible and leading the world and especially leading our children and grandchildren and great, great grandchildren who will be applying this technology more than any of us will be ever able to use it. So even the developers today may not be able to use it as much as our great, great grandchildren will be able to use it. Therefore, we have to have a far-sighted approach to truly lead and truly share and truly bring about the knowledge and wisdom that they need to face their thoughts, emotions, and feelings, and circumstances, and neighbors, and people around the world. I think this is something we need to really take it very seriously. And we need to truly develop this in the technologies, AI or blockchain and whatever it is in a such important way. So this is where I feel I have so much to contribute in you know, developing these things. So I am really involving with many other technology groups to see how we can truly make sure we're able to bring something and that is going to change everyone's way of thinking and way of being where they're able to truly see the clear light in every way where they are not left in the darkness.